Hi, I'm Bob Kingsley, and I'm the chairman of a grassroots organization called Citizens for a Better Broom. Our mission advocates for accountable, efficient, and affordable government. With less than 200,000 residents, Broome County has 12 school districts and 24 municipalities. In less than half an hour, you can drive from one end of the county to the other. So why have multiple school districts, each with multi-million dollar management teams? And why fund 24 separate municipalities? Do we really need to have villages wholly located within towns? Is it wise to be taxing ourselves with the expenses of three dozen separate forms of local governance, all including salaries, pensions, and health care costs? Consolidation makes us better stewards of our tax dollars. Like us on Facebook at Citizens for a Better Broom. You'll receive all of our postings and notice of our local monthly meetings, and everyone is welcome. Enough is enough. Our own kids, the best and brightest, are leaving. Let's give them a reason to stay. Join us today at Citizens for a Better Broom on Facebook. How are we doing this week, Bob? Hey, Andy. Good to see you again. <laughs> Another uh, podcast. Well, here we go again, right? <laughs> well, a lot to talk about well we week. do. We have this, uh, this um, teacher at uh, MacArthur, fourth grade, on a virtual class, um, made headlines by uh, the indoctrination... <laughs> of of uh, the students is is all that i can make of it oh this the, book called something's happening in our town yeah i guess so yeah. the uh something is happening um, in our town. you know making uh, law enforcement and uh, racism and you know my question is it, it, you have th- third and fourth graders you know one can they comprehend this child's book but then we're looking at um individuals you know holding a gun at 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 another individual i mean what message is that well this is that new wave you know new era propaganda from my point of view the authors claim this is material appropriate for four to twelve year olds or eight to twelve year olds something like that i mean this is not appropriate for anyone i mean as far as i'm concerned they're discussing through third person voices uh about uh, whether or not police hate black people and you know just really inappropriate and of course they were caught doing it and uh immediately pumped out a uh, apology letter to so the school uh, sanctioned the school had the, to have sanctioned mm-hmm. it i mean i've i've, I've written a, a note to the to the board chair of the school district mm-hmm. asking him to you know to to uh clarify this how did this get into the system how did a book like this pass muster with anyone to come into the curriculum i mean does a fourth grade teacher have have the right to just invent this stuff from whole cloth or does this have to pass some kind well, of there a... sure are enough administrators for the uh city of binghamton <laughs> and all and all the districts not just the city of binghamton. and this slipped through and this uh, slipped through the cracks i don't think it slipped through the cracks i think it was jammed through the cracks and they're just embarrassed they got caught this has nothing to do with an apology because the material in their view was wrong I think it's mm-hmm. an apology to cover their ass. This is such a black eye for the district. I mean, this is the district that have, has remained closed for uh, a year, a uh, district that has um, reduced their um, education requirements to have a diploma. They're graduating 60% of their students at, you know, let's call it 50%. And, and, so and that's one calculated out of over five years. <laughs> that's not a four-year totally that's five years that's given. that's a that's, that's letting a, a bogey a grade and still count it yeah it's, so and they're and and they're instead of uh, learning now let's say uh, the arithmetic and the spelling and the science and the biology we're more concerned about um this uh, racial profiling and right and, and painting police as the enemy and uh, i noticed you missed history there because that's the thing they missed the most <laughs> okay. is history 
Um, you know, and, and the, the way you can tell that, that uh, this is a terrible policy is the fact that the local activist group that calls themselves PLOT, which stands for Progressive Leaders of Tomorrow, which okay. is a, a joke in and of itself. Yeah. There's nothing leadership-like about this group of ne'er-the-wells. They immediately took offense and said that the uh, that they should never have apologized, the school board shouldn't have issued an apology, and that the Binghamton police should not be dictating policy as to what gets taught in the schools. So you know that if PLOT's against it, you automatically can be forced and be on the right side of things. <laughs> Plot is uh, a joke. Well, if um, what I see is that you have this, um, this small cadre of loudmouths, the press and various other uh, entities are giving them credibility. You know, my take is is that, you know, wh- where is the, uh, you know, the 80% public, you know, not speaking up? Now, here we are taking our own time. I mean, we're pontificating what you know our views you have to ask yourself what you know what what is the ultimate goal with these progressives is it uh, we we just need to blow everything up and rebuild it is that the idea well, they offer um, no solutions. They just are critical of everything. And plots no no different. I mean, they're not even a group, Andy. They don't exist. In other words, like Citizens for a Better Broom, our group is a 501c3. We actually file tax returns. Right. We're accountable for what we do and how we do it. We have to work within the bounds of regulation and law, which we do. Plot doesn't exist as an entity just, at all. Uh, just on paper on Facebook? On Facebook. And even that, their Facebook page sucks. I mean, their their stuff is two <laughs> and three years old. Their calendars are out of date. They, they don't know how to to spell. Their jargon is is crazy. I've got some of it right here in front of me. They talk about what they're all about. They say, uh, you know, we're especially interested in those who are black, queer, trans, disabled, cash poor, women, and or (laughs) non-men. What the hell's non-men? In other well, words, in other uh, words, I hate men. <laughs> in other words, you're misandrous, right? You hate men. So, you know, this is uh, just a group of people who just have nothing better to do than to make up crap and yell fire in a crowded theater. I mean, there's a, this is the group that's behind the hoax that was the East Middle School dust-up about the alleged strip searches, which has been debunked by the court and is uh, still in the process of being adjudicated uh, with, with some interesting things coming up here in depositions soon, so stay tuned for that. But plot is uh, really nothing. It doesn't well, it's exist. Another, it, another idea, of, you know, it's a failure of our government institutions, the well, schools on teaching. Well, and on top of that, here it is, the progressive leaders of tomorrow. They don't even list who their leaders are. Okay. They, no one knows who is in charge of this group. They don't post it anywhere. No one will stand up and say, I'm the president of plot, because I, I would think they'd be embarrassed. Um, so anyway, it's a joke. The group shouldn't have any credibility. The media should stop quoting them. Uh, we're not going to talk about them anymore because as far as I'm concerned, they really don't exist. They're a paper tiger. Well, if we get back to the schools here, we're looking at uh, spend more time on uh, teaching uh, you know, self-reliance, respect, respect for our institutions, even though many of them are, are failing Balancing us. a checkbook, uh, finding well, a job. Yeah, and uh, learning math. I I um, had a conversation with, um, or was part of a conversation with a um, with a young 15 year old here recently, and and uh, he was um, really questioning the need. Why, why do I need to learn all this? Why, why do I need to learn math? Why do I need biology? You know, and it's difficult when you're seeing that the goal of many people today and many Americans is if they can just get a check once a week from the government instead of a helping hand, we're supporting. Was supporting so many. Well, the uh, old adage of you know turning the uh, 
turning the uh, safety net into a hammock. I mean, that's, uh-huh. that's what's happened in a lot of ways when you've got uh, three different bailouts here during the COVID of about $1,400 a piece for most people, plus another kicker for all the kids that people have. I mean, exactly. you're talking thousands and thousands of dollars being kicked into the system that's incentivizing people to do nothing. I mean, I've, I've got friends who employ people at entry-level wages, and as the economy starts to wake up again and we start to you know, have some of this onerous regulation rolled back and people start to you know, want to come back into existence as a business, they're having trouble getting their employees back because they're making more money on unemployment, especially with the federal subsidy that's involved with it. They're making as much or more for doing nothing. So when you incentivize something to that level, you create more of it. That's (laughs) common sense. And Well, and I've heard the same thing. You're incentivizing laziness, really. We need, again, we need to to give a helping hand versus um, giving a bad rap here where we you know, we, we want to help people. We want to do the Christian thing. We want to help people, well, people but we don't want to support them. Right. You want you want to help people who actually need the help, but, but when you're creating situations that cause people to take an alternative, which isn't in their best interest, and, and that is receiving something for nothing. It saps productivity. It, it undermines the capitalist system. You, have, you need workers and people to make, to make the engines of uh, society move, and in the absence of that, simply printing money and giving it to them is eventually going to lead to a broken financial system. Well, and this redistribution of the wealth ideology that's that's floated around and tax, you know, basically you have a 50% tax rate now for anybody that is making over a million dollars. The two of us surely aren't doing that, but at some well, at point... at least I'm not, Andy. I don't know about Well, you, it's, it's not, <laughs> uh, we're not, uh, we have to turn this around. Well, we want to see free enterprise for the, for our futures. We don't want to see a, you know, a redistribution of the wealth and, and and with this latest New York State budget, they basically are, uh, have tacked on a few percent more to the to the wealthy, and and New York City has also taxed on a few percentage points. Folks that are uh, you know making these higher incomes, they're the ones paying all the bills. Well, that's right. I mean, Cuomo not long ago was was asked about this, and even as liberal fruitcake as he is, he was adamant about not jumping their taxes because there's so few of them. I mean, his numbers, I think, were 17,000. There's 17,000 very rich individuals in New York State, the very ones that are very mobile. Yeah, exactly. And very uh, apt to uh, react harshly to attacks that <laughs> Welcome Miami. Their, oh, they got a big uh, they Well, they these places, the... you know, Texas, Florida that are friendly to people mm-hmm. and don't have these onerous taxes and have better infrastructure and lower taxes on real property. And they're making their states run more efficiently. I think you've brought this up too where um, Oh, Florida. You know, Florida has the, a third of the New York State budget with three or four more million Half. residents. Two million more <laughs> residents and the budget's 98 million versus 212 here. A billion, I'm sorry. 98 billion versus 212 and 2 million more residents. Well, and you look at around at, you know, the conditions of the blue states. You see, what do you see? Crime, home decay, poor schools, state workforces that, that run everything versus uh, the red states are, are getting it done. Well, Attracting at, investments. Well, look at Binghamton. I mean, we both live in Broome County, but Binghamton, of course, is the county seat. It's the biggest city in the county. And the housing structure is, is from the Endicott-Johnson era in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. This is a aged, aged uh, community that's aging out. A lot of it has not been properly maintained. And yet the tax the tax on this property as as compared to its value is the highest in the nation. That's our, a distinction that we, we enjoy here in Broome County is that the and we tolerate tax it. Is, is the highest in the nation yes. when you compare it to the value of the property. You just cannot have 
a sustainable situation where the tax on a, on a house, a home, is maybe 10 or 12% of its value every year. This is not sustainable. It's not fair. It's why people will vote with their feet. It's why our, my children are gone. It's why many children that grew up here. And what happens, too, is that the senior crowd, which uh, we're, we're part of, I mean, we get a little bit of an in, you know, return from the enhanced star. and Which, in my view, is it, exactly the opposite of what should happen. You know, we, just reduce we should the be taxes. Cha- we should yeah. be chasing old people out of New York, to be honest with you, and I'm one of them. <laughs> because you know what happens, Andy? The old older folks here, and God bless them, they should be in Florida where it's easier to live and where it's cheaper. But instead, if you stay here, yeah, you get enhanced star and your property taxes get lower, but not low enough. And what do you do? You go to the Weiss once a week and you go to CVS to get your medicine. That's all you do. You take on and the other hand, home. you take yeah. on the other hand, a young family like you have kids and, and grandkids and things. They're taking these kids to trumpet lessons, to dance lessons, to gymnastics. Right. They're going here, there, and everywhere. They're spending money all over the freaking place, and we're taxing the hell out of them. We should be doing exactly the opposite. We should be star enhancing the young folks to stay here. And not necessarily chasing anybody out, but not incentivizing old folks to stay here when they'd be better off somewhere else. They'd be better off in Florida where living's easier. I mean, it's, look at today. We're recording this thing on the 21st day. I think it's the 21st day of April, and it's snowing right. out. It's snowing and blowing out. It's, 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 it's cold and it's miserable, okay? If you were in Florida, right. you'd feel better. Well, speaking of blowing, geez. Uh, <laughs> you talking about Cuomo again? <laughs> well, uh, I'm talking about the uh, the pot smoke out in front of the police station yesterday. Oh, uh, another uh, another terrible law, legalizing yeah. weed, gateway well, has, drug. Yeah, this I, has nothing to do with anything except generating <laughs> revenue. <laughs> yes, this is a revenue it. generator. What's the next thing, prostitution? Well, so the question is, there, there's, there's no dispensaries, there's no uh, retail avenue set up, but yet where are all these... Uh, you know, where is everybody getting their weed? You know, right. from the black market. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. no, no tax structure, but yet now we can, you know, they decriminalize it so you can walk around, I don't know, with an ounce of weed maybe. I, I yeah, I, not that I, I would know I think, what that looks like, but I, <laughs> I think the rules are a little sketchy. But you know, I've heard that in the next couple, I think it's within eighteen months or something. You're, it's going to be uh, legal to possess yeah. it in the form of plants. You can grow it yourself. Have, and I love the regulation. Here, here's the brilliance of it. Three three mature plants and three immature plants. So we're going to now have what a plant police. We're all botanists now. Through the windows, <laughs> looking to see whether your buds are full. I mean, it's just a you know, it's just another oh money gosh. grab. It's another way to. Well, if these plants, I mean, you can gobble them up and uh, chop them up, and it's the revenue. Well, That's how seniors are going to make uh, you know to make their ends meet. You well, know? Andy, you and I are old enough to remember when when they sold us on a lottery. By telling yeah. us that it would all the money would go to education in the '60s, yeah, and that way our 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 uh, school tax would go would go down, right? <laughs> okay, and that's well, exactly. they've gone up about eight thousand percent. Well, guess what? In this legislation, they're talking about the same things: forty percent to seniors, forty percent to something else, and and twenty percent or forty percent to school, something like that. Again, selling us the same old bullshit. Yep. Doesn't go away. Taxes are going to go down if we legalize pot. What goes well, you know around what? comes around. We've got so mm-hmm. many stupid people walking around to begin with that look like they can't. <laughs> they're going to double them, them now. <laughs> now. Now they're just going to be stoned. I mean, on top of being stupid to begin with, while you're just playing awake because you went to you went to Binghamton schools. All right. Now yeah. now you're going to be stoned on top of it all. So how are you going to how are you employable? 
How are you employable? Well, it gets back to the, to the um, you know, when I was in high school, we could drink when you were 18. So my, um, you know, my younger brothers who were 14 and 15 could still go in and, and uh, with ID. <laughs> or, you know, they didn't even right, check your ID. ID. <laughs> yeah. So no, then it goes to 21. Well, the same thing with this. Now, you know, it's, um, I think it's above 21. Is, right. It's going to be the well, legal. Well, of course, that's not going to happen. Yeah, You know, exactly. it's, it's a dumbing down yeah. of America. It, it really is. It's an overused phrase. And, you know, I say tongue-in-cheek things about uh, difficulties of schools to educate the kids and call people dumb. Of course, I'm, it's a little bit of theater yeah. when I say that. But really, when you do seriously drive down the street and you look at what's going on, it is alarming. I mean, it, it is alarming. There are people out there hurting. There are a variety of... of emotional and mental disorders, alcoholism, drug abuse, and it's it's just alarming. What do you do? And with on top these of folks? that is there's the crime. Well, the and crime it's and, and it's the drug dealer against drug dealer. I mean, that's where the violence is because they're ripping off one Right, and then you get someone dependent, you know, because they're hopeless about situation, then they get on drugs. What so now what have you got? Now you've created a bigger problem that requires more and more intervention which requires a bigger and bigger government, some people would say, and so it goes. And so it's a self-perpetuating cycle downward that has no end in sight. They're just, this is, this is the wrong way to approach things by you know, deciding there's a revenue stream attached to something and then figuring out a moral imperative as to how to make it make sense so that you can suck the money out of it. That's not how things should work. Well, New York State's created a, a marijuana the department of, of marijuana to to oversee this whole rollout. I don't know. You know, you got to. You know, I and I brought this up earlier in our conversation. Is what it, what's the end game here for, for this uh, for this other side? You know, the progressive side. Is it the fact that they just want the chaos? We have spent trillions and trillions of dollars of of trying to uh to make better the 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 plight the indiscretions from seven or eight to ten generations ago you know the country the government have has made the effort and we've dumbed down education we've we've dumbed down uh, colleges that have reduced uh, entry exams they're talking throwing away the sats because that is racism and the math is racist and you know and it just goes on so what is the end game what what you know are we just going to be um, shared, gonna, shared mediocrity. Well, we're going to defund the police, and then um, shared mediocrity is the end game. Is, is instead of instead of having having a system that is difficult yet possible to get better for things to get better, it's easier to let things get worse for everybody. That way, we have shared mediocrity. They talk about a level playing field. It's not that at all. It's about getting rid of the playing field. There's there should be no rules and no no game to be played at all. It should just be shared commonness. Well, some would say that we're that we are enslaved now. The government is enslaving us by making us totally dependent on the government to provide everything. Well, that's what happens when you sap incentive that way. And that's and that's is is what is happening. You have a you have it's Pan Am from the hunger from the Hunger Games. You know you right. got District One runs everything, and districts two through twelve, their job is to whatever you created, whatever you built this year, send it in to District One. Well, the government uh, is is taking everything that it can from you, New York State included. Listen, the only yeah. way that we keep any of our oars in the water, if we're going to use a rowing analogy is by the fact that some of us had a family background that taught us virtue of hard work and of keeping a family intact and, and the virtue exactly. of a religious background and things so that our own internal 
forces keep us thriving to do something, to not be dependent, to not be a burden on someone, to not be begging for something, but instead striving for something. And again, a lot of folks in this society, BLM included, Belt Loops Matter, um, they're for dismantling the family. They say so in their manifestations. They say so that the nuclear family is not the ideal. And I, I say to you, if we... Well, that just doesn't make any sense. If we sense, tamper I... with the nuclear family, that is the last of it. That's the key way that will make the wheel fall off the cart entirely. And if your lazy ass is in the cart and being pulled around by those of us who work, go ahead and pull that keyway out so we can't pull it anymore and then see what happens. Well, there'll be um, Soylent Greens that will we'll just be eating uh, gruel because the whole world, the 1% will be running everything. And then, uh, well, they probably are anyway. But, I think uh, that they probably are. The, the tragedy is 1% is paying for everything. And then being dictated to by, by the 50% who do nothing but have opinions about what the 1% should be doing. Well, and they're at it, you know, why work? Well, and and that's where the failure of vacation and, and, and you're talking about the disintegration of the families. I mean, the, kids having kids and those kids having kids right no they're not in they're not prepared to to uh to go out into the world to to work well that's that family thing i mean it's just it's a total breakdown you know andy before we wrap this one up i want to say something about police here in binghamton um this whole uh eric chauvin case that was adjudicated a day ago yes now uh that uh, found uh, him guilty of all counts and is going to send him to prison for the rest of his life i was surprised by i wasn't surprised necessarily by the verdict but i was surprised by the fact that more things didn't catch fire last night so i was relieved for that <laughs> guessed it but I want to say this. If there is a, a silver the, lining. To the local police, we have your back. Those of us who still work and still think and still have faith in our country, we have your back. Um, I know that, that it's a, a tough, tough job under good conditions, and now this is going to make your job even tougher. So I want you to know, the folks, the men and women in blue, uh, we do have your back. A lot of us out there uh, are even going to pay closer attention to you now and be more likely to come to your aid and assistance and than we have in the past because we know what's going on here and uh, we know that you're crucial to this equation. Uh, as big a part of the of the equation as police is as is family in the nuclear family end of it and we need that to keep law and order and uh, we recognize you for your services. We're sorry that this happened uh, to you men and women but uh, those of us that are still here we got your back. Well we're we're trying to be civil. The 80 percent, the majority who is quiet you know we're, tr- we're we're trying to be civil we're trying to do um to do the right thing but um a little smoldering fire out there for this anarchy and in the antifa yeah. view and uh at That's, some point the it's gonna flare 80 <laughs> percent is gonna is going to uh, stand up and say wait a minute we're just not going to do it and if you're a businessman in portland or seattle or san francisco you, you're you're leaving, and I read it every day. You see it where... Um, but, you know, where do you go? If you own an auto parts store in Portland, what do you do, pick it up and move it? I mean, you're screwed, you know? It, you're going to you, pack it in. Again, that's you rely sadly. on the police department to protect you from being burned out of your business. And half the people that get elected to governments don't have an interest. With Maxine Waters going, to, you know, throwing... Uh, gas on the fire going to minneapolis you know i just just as you know from from my 500 mile view of this this is uh for for what gain what is gained here other than we want to sow the seeds we we this side uh 
you know, the progressive side wants to, and I would, and I think of myself when I was 18 or 19, I thought of myself as a progressive going through the Vietnam War era and, and the, um, the strikes and, and all well, a lot of the, us did. The, I mean, the, that old adage about if you're I think, young, my and, gosh, if you're young and, and uh, not liberal, you don't have a heart. And if you're old and not conservative, you don't have yeah. a brain. <laughs> You know, so we all we all come to the to the realizations after a while. Another quick thing locally here: the Devils. You know, our local hockey team. Yeah, hear that they're done after this down year. the road. Now here we, yeah. we lost a whole season last year. Yeah, and now you know here here we are again, twenty twenty one. They're they're out. Um, yeah, I th- my sense is there's something else that we don't know yet. There. Um, you know, it's a personality issue or something. Well, but, it begs uh, the question, yeah. why do we have an arena? Why, anyway, why, is, yeah. why is the county of Broome saddled with an arena, which we just, in the last five years, re-roofed, reseated, re-put sound in. Beautiful facility. Boards, right? the whole facility. So, so now what? I mean, we've got to sell that thing. It's not something government should be running. Well, that and the Enjoy Golf Course, as well as the Broome County Airport. <laughs> well, speaking of the, of the Enjoy Golf Course, I mean, the guy that runs the place, the tour, the pro down there, his, his salary was pumped way up because he was also managing the Dick's Open. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? Hap- two things that happened last year. Dick's Open nope. didn't, and his salary didn't change. Yeah. How do you explain that? And that only happens in, in, in the public sector. Only. You gotta love it. You know that's that's your that's your tax. <laughs> it's good work if you can get it. Well, that's your tax dollars at work, folks. So, all right. Listen, uh, we've we've had a good time. Uh, we thank you for listening. We're doing our best to thank get you. back on live radio, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Good night.